so my homie Judge Kavanaugh got in. That happened over the weekend. It's now Thursday. It only took me four days to talk about it. Or did I talk about it already? I feel like I didn't. Um, so that's big news. I've been, I've been uh, infatuated with the, um, the UFC fight between Conor McGregor and Khabib Nurmagomedov. That might sound insulting because it should be. <laughs> I don't like him. Um, and uh, it, it's uh, it looks like it turned out all right. It did, I didn't get, the result wasn't what I wanted, but whatever. Um, but it looks like it's turning out to be a rematch, so that's good. Sports don't matter. Golly, man, they don't. They don't matter. I actually made a couple of episodes that I, uh, I ended up taking off because I spent too much time on them. It's a, it's a whole problem with sports in the first place. Like, I, I was talking about, you know, watching just one sport and it taking over, you know, a week and a half worth of, of work. You know, I mean, it would, that's, that it, that's what it equates to. Just a bad, bad idea. And it's wasted. I mean, it's entertainment. And as long as I think you look at it like it's entertainment and you approach it from that, that angle, then, you know, it's cool. But, oh, excuse me. There can be such thing as too much entertainment. And um, you, don't, you don't want that. Because then you turn it into a lazy couch slob. The, uh, which is something I've actually been dealing with the last couple of days. I haven't worked out in maybe a week. Ugh. And, uh, but I've also been going through something weird, some kind of weird, uh, uh, what is that called? Urge? Not an urge. Essentially, I, I really, really wanted to smoke, um, cigarettes or, or dip tobacco. Like the nicotine urges? Cravings. Nicotine cravings have, uh, have just, it's weird. I haven't had, I haven't had a cigarette in six months. I haven't had nicotine in any shape, form, whatever, in probably two or three. And now all of a sudden it's hit me, it's hit me hard. I've been kind of a, a dick in the last couple of weeks, so that's nice to have to deal with. But I also haven't been working out, and uh, it happened when I beat the shit out of my computer. It's right around that time. I, uh, I started going through this weird, I don't know what the fuck's going on phase. So that's fun to have to deal with. However, I am getting shit done at home. Shit is getting done and fixed. And it might even work out better than before. Although I do miss my, my computer. Um, but the new computer. So, you know, when one door closes... I did go back to Creamer, too. Not that you really, this is kind of boring to listen to my life. Um, back to Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh was a much needed win. Um, how it, so how I see it, how I come across news, because I read and I suggest you do the same as I have before. Read everybody's shit, you know. Don't just read something conservative or libertarian. Read the Democrats' shit. Read the Guardian. Read HuffPo. Read Mother Jones. Read 
uh, BuzzFeed and the Daily Beast and all of their other stupid shit, as well as watch CNN and MSNBC and ABC, NBC, C-SPAN, if you can fucking you can stand the boredom, um, and then Fox News and all that. Watch it all. As I do that, it, it really seems bleak at times, and all of a sudden Donald Trump gets a win. You know, it's, they make it out to be so fucking bad. And then Donald Trump gets a win. And it's like, oh, okay. We, it wasn't that bad. Um, that kind of goes back to the, the aspect of uh, MK Ultra. Now I'm going to go into the conspiracy research realm because this is the truth. Project Paper, actually it goes all, I'm sorry, all the way back to Project Paperclip, which is essentially kind of the start of MKUltra and all that. Project Paperclip, for anybody that doesn't know, ooh, I know I didn't talk about this, so hopefully your ears perked up. Project Paperclip was massive. Project Paperclip happened right after World War II ended. So right after it was declared that Hitler killed himself, and the world, or and, and the two um, uh, atom bombs were dropped, and the world, and the war was over. Project Paperclip was a um, a top secret project at the time for the United States to go over to Germany and take all of their top scientists and bring them back to the United States of America. What came about from that is, uh, and I don't have my notes in front of me or else I'd be able to give you names, but uh, NASA was headed by a Nazi scientist. And the Nazi scientists were fucking crazy. These motherfuckers went to be past bounds of like what probably Satanists would have stopped at. Like, these guys went into the unknown. I mean, Hitler, and, and it's very well known that Hitler was, one, not a Christian, not a Catholic, like the left and the atheists like to make him out to be, um, such as Sam Harris and his pretentious four horsemen, cunts. Um, Hitler was an occultist. He believed in, in the other side. He just didn't want to be on God's side. He wanted to... Um, essentially take out God. He wanted to be God. And he had his Nazi army searching the globe for all sorts of things. The Ark of the Covenant, the uh, the chalice that Christ drank out of, which is called, what do they call it? The, the Indiana Jones title. The, whatever that is. You're probably sitting there going, it's this dumbass. Yeah, well, I can't think of everything at once, okay? Come to me for the big answers. I don't have all the answers. Um, what else did he do? He went after um, the Spear of Destiny. If you don't know what that is, that's the spear that they put in the side of Jesus Christ when he was on the cross uh, and then pulled it out and out came blood and water. A lot of people say that that's, the, that's what killed Christ. It's not dummies. He was already dead. The whole reason why they point out the water and the blood is because that shows that his it, that that he was already dead. That's a sign that he was already dead. So the spear of destiny only pierced his side. It didn't kill him. Um, 
so he went after the Spirit of Destiny, the Chalice, he went after the Ark of the Covenant. So that's all God stuff. Then he also went after the Emerald Tablet. If you don't know what that is, check it out. Uh, I don't know if he went after the, te the Devil's Bible, but he also was down in Egypt looking around at the fucking Sphinx and the, the pyramids down there. So, um, and, and I mean, it was many other things. So he was, he was deep into the occult because he was wanting to gain supernatural powers in order to become a god. Um, so he had, he had like the best scientists working for him, uh, to delve into all, all sorts of crazy fucked up things. I mean, he was taking twins, uh, and I mean, he had, he had six million guinea pigs to work on. Not that I think that those are guinea pigs. Don't fucking go there with me. He, uh, had a scientist go in there. I think there was a couple, there's a, uh, there's a really fucked up video of a, of a guy that, I think it was Russia that they did this in, but I think the, one of the first, uh, experiments on this was, essentially they were keeping somebody up for, it was when they first started finding out how long somebody could stay up without sleeping, uh, before they died, if they died at all. I'm pretty certain that started in, in uh, Nazi Germany, um, what they were doing with, uh, with all of the German, or I'm sorry, all the, the Jewish, uh, uh, all the Jewish soldiers, or, uh, uh, prisoners that they had, golly, I couldn't spit it out, so, yeah, so they did all sorts of scientific projects on, on them, on, on twins, on the, the Nordic lines and blood and, and all sorts of crazy shit. So there's a lot that happened on gays. Like the, what, what Hitler really doesn't get mentioned for is the shit that he was doing to, to gays. I guess, yeah, there were some trans back then. I guess he, there was like a few that he did some shit on. Um, who else there? I mean, there's all sorts of stuff. Did shit with animals. Um, it, Hitler scientists were fucked up and Project Paperclip <clears throat> only were working on uh, uh, brainwashing and uh, mind control so they brought all these assholes over through Project Paperclip and put them into um, and, and gave them immunity and put them in essentially positions of power in order to uh, work more on um on their, their, their project that they're working on over in Germany, one of which is mind control. This is the seed that sprouted into essentially modern day marketing and advertising. Uh, how dare you? Oh, I dare. Oh, I dare. Um, if you didn't know, that's where the shit comes from. That's where the, uh, the, the what's that shit that they had put in movies? Subliminal messaging. That's still going on today. They actually made it illegal. It was so bad at one point that they had to make it illegal. Uh, Coca-Cola participated in it. Coca-Cola would show their their uh, cup of ice. It was like, how did it go? They poured up a cup of ice, and then they poured. It, it was like showing it pouring it out, and it wasn't Coke that was falling out of it. It was, it was like dark colored ice ice uh, cubes that were falling out of really small ice cubes. And it, what it did was it, it caused your salivatory glands to um, secrete more sal uh, saliva. And 
would make you more parched and make you more thirsty and cause you to go want to go drink subliminally. Um, well, this was all shit that was started all the way back from uh, MK. If you don't know what MK Ultra, MK Ultra is a, a mind control um, uh, program. It's probably one of the most popular programs um, that was declassified. Not declassified. I think it was found out. It wasn't declassified. Again, something I'd have to look into a little more. I didn't really know I was going to be talking about this shit right now, or else I'd have fucking notes. So you're just going to kind of get the gist off of my head, and uh, as I always do, I suggest you go check it out. Okay, eventually, I'll give you guys some some my sources and shit, but um, this is the shit that's actually going on. You know what? I mean, I'm still going to do that. In fact, I, I, I absolutely want to do that, but not everybody does that. So, you know, give me a little slack, all right? Okay, I'll give you that shit. Give me some slack, gangster. Uh, so then we have Project Paperclip, that, and uh, and it spread, it, it branched out into um, the different areas, one of whom was MK Ultra. Uh, argumentatively, there was also, I don't think I, I'm using that appropriately, there were also this, uh, obviously NASA, well NASA's all, uh, in Area 51, um, working on something again they had scientists from from the nazi side that were working on it was argued that they discovered god if i can spit this shit out they discovered anti-gravity which i think probably had a lot to do with magnets magnets and vibration um certainly things to look a little bit further into um Along with, well, Nikolai Tesla. Nikolai Tesla came up with this free energy where he was uh, working more with, with magnets and cool energy production as opposed to nuclear energy, which is hot and you need water to cool it down and things like that. So uh, these are all, this is all declassified shit too that other people think is just crazy talk. Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. That's crazy. No, this is declassified things. And there's a massive difference between between just a theory, which um, take the Russia investigation. There's been nothing turned up. I mean, if they had a fraction of the shit that we have for any of this, for Project Paperclip, for... Uh, MK Ultra for oh, there's a, na- a lady by the name of Kathy O'Brien. Um, this is somebody that you should look into. Essentially, she kind of—I guess she escaped. I have to look back into her story. It's been a long time since I've watched her, but she escaped from uh, an MK Ultra Institute and um, was rescued by a, a guy that's now her husband. And they go around the country. If they still do, um, they go around. And this was back in the '80s. They go around the country talking about it. Now, another argument is, okay, well, why if the, you know, the government is controlled by the Illuminati and the Illuminati is so powerful, how, how are these people still alive? How do they not just kill them? Well, some may have. Uh, Seth Rich is somebody that they certainly killed. Um, see, this, again, this is an area where empirical data is not going to show the answer 
that's out there. Um, you're going to have to gut check yourself. I mean, I, if you want to take that position of, well, nobody knows for certain, okay, well, then take that position, but you're going to be somebody who's going to be left in the dark for a long time. And by the way, you do. You do give in to that, that, that gut feeling. You do uh, let yourself make decisions based off of other things than empirical data. Everybody does. Um, whether it be logic, reason, rationale, common sense, which I think is all good things to do. I think that that's a, an absolutely wonderful uh, thing once you have a, so, a sound judgment to, to make and go forward with. Uh, Seth Rich was killed at 3 o'clock in the morning. Um, he was, they said that it was a mugging, but he was shot, I think from behind, and None of his shit was taken. That's a really terrible mugging. Like, that mugger is bad at his job. He's just, now he's just a killer. Because he didn't take anything. Like, that's, if you're a mugger, that's your whole thing. Like, and by the way, you don't tend to kill people because that brings unwanted attention. Oh, that's right, they never caught him. It's because he wasn't a fucking mugger. He was an assassin. And probably paid off by the DNC. And I'm fine saying that. The DNC, okay, the DNC, the Democrats, big, are, are by, by nature big government. And by the way, nature, uh, uh, government, their natural, it, it's, the government's natural instinct is to grow larger. No matter what, to the point where they control everything. That is the government's natural instinct. Our government is the best because we actually have things set in place, i.e., uh, three branches that are supposed to be checks and balances to one another. Oh, I don't think that they necessarily uh, prepared for the two-party system um, as well as they could have. But we also have, you know, the, it, it, our government is based off of the individual, much like Christianity. Or I'm sorry, much like Judeo-Christianity, um, which is based off of the individual, not the collective. And. Uh, it, it's supposed to limit our government and limit the growth of our government. Uh, thanks to the fucking Democrats, our, we've, they, they've over, overcome that. And now our president has more control than he's ever had, which shouldn't be a thing. We shouldn't even worry about who's getting into office because they're not supposed to have hardly any, any real power, you know, any, any power to, to make the changes that they do now through the executive orders like they do. So Seth Rich was... Uh, was murdered because, and it turns out that he was the one that was leaking information to WikiLeaks. Julian Assange is a fucking hero, and he's an American hero, okay? He, and it's funny to, to watch the biased people fucking get all pissy at him because he, he's, he's unbiased. He's not, he's not, you know, for the Republicans or stupid shit like that. He's for the truth, and that's something that I absolutely respect. He came up with WikiLeaks in order to give whistleblowers a voice to blow the whistle on bad people. And uh, if you're mad at him, you shouldn't be. You should be fucking thanking him. Just like when, um, what was his name? Uh, Bruno. He did Bruno. He did the Ali G show, whatever his name is. He just came out with this new thing, This Is America or something. I don't think it was This Is America. That's a song and it's a really shitty one. By Childish. Gambino, who I'll never listen to again. Uh, 
but the Bruno guy came out with this thing where he had this, he, he kept showing up uh, Republicans. And uh, he showed this one Republican as coming out to do a commercial uh, PR thing to get, uh, it, was, it was targeted to three-year-olds shooting guns that were put inside of uh, st uh, stuffed animals. Same with one that was for a baby. And um, when I watched it, I go, I was, I, I hated the feeling that I was like getting upset because uh, he was going after like somebody that was, I, I'm not, fuck it, whatever. He was going after somebody on my side. And then I go, wait a minute, I'm not a fucking Republican and I don't take their sides. And two, even if you, even if I was, good, this guy's doing a good thing. He's showing a bad person in my area, if that's the case. He's not in my area because I'm a fucking Republican. Um, but that's another thing about the dual, the, the dual party system, which is really a duopoly, is it causes you to feel like you have to take a side. And then once you feel like you have to take a side, you feel like you have to make decisions based off of your side's uh, uh, majority rule. Fuck that, man. I ain't about that. I'm about making your own choices and decisions. Know? And that's what should happen. And that's why I'm against parties. Or at least joining a party. Me personally. You know? I get it. It comes down to money and all that other dumb stuff, but I think it could also be argued that maybe it has something to do with MK Ultra. Maybe. You know, these are good questions. I like starting questions in your head. I like putting seeds in there. As should you. I like big thinkers, man. Think about this shit. If you haven't asked yourself the big questions in life, start doing it, okay? Why are we here? Is there a God? Is there something after? You know, what is love? Maybe don't hurt me. Things of that nature. Um, so, Project, or, uh, Project, Project, Project Pat, uh, fucking Seth Rich, I believe, was murdered. Um, and I think it's okay to ask that question. Uh, the, uh, oh, I was getting back to the Democrats. The Democrats are basically made up of <coughs> people who want the state to be God. Primarily, they're made up of atheists. Do not let them tell you different. They're uh, absolute bullshitters. And this is the thing, okay, with uh, it's Sam Harris and his pretentious four horsemen who make up Daniel Dennett, uh, Richard Dawkins, and it was Christopher Hitchin. He died, shocker. Uh, <laughs> and then on the outset of all of those assholes is a guy by the name of uh, Lawrence Krauss, who is, I think, the leading astrologist, excuse me, and physicist in the world. Uh, he's also a real cunt. He's the guy that talks about, oh, I can only take empirical data, empirical data, empirical data. But then he talks about the possibility and believing in the possibility without empirical data uh, that universes just pop into and out of existence all the time. He's a load of shit. Um, not just his thoughts. He is a load of shit. So, uh, fuck, where was I? Oh, um, all, the, all of these guys that I just mentioned, all of these, these guys are the ones who created the New Age Atheism. Um, all of these guys are liberal and they are Democrats. It's kind of weird, right? You'd imagine that, like, these guys who are big thinkers wouldn't jump on this bandwagon of 
liberalism and, and, and it's modern day liberalism, not classical liberalism. Okay, not so the the word liberalism, as I say that weird, comes from the word to liberate, which is to free one from oppression. Now this is all paraphrasing. Don't don't fucking stick on me too hard. So to free one from oppression, modern and that's classical liberalism, and I'm fine. I'm I'm all about that. I'm 100% with that. In fact, I am that. As I've said before, I'm the type of guy that would have fought for freeing the slaves and women's rights and things of that nature, right? To, to make everybody, give everybody equal opportunity. It's the equal outcome that's bullshit. That's where, the equal outcome is where you have a janitor and a, a, uh, a brain surgeon making the same amount of money. Even though the brain surgeon went to school for 16 odd years and then the janitor didn't and the janitor's just mopping the floor while the brain surgeon's obviously saving lives. Uh, these two people should not have an equal outcome. They should not be making the same amount of money. One should have more benefits than the other because he put in more into his career. It's not to say that you should just kick the shit out of the, the janitor and not you know, treat him well. I'm not saying that at all. Equal opportunity. They both have an equal opportunity. That's what we want. Or at least equal to the point that you can make it. Okay? You can't do anything about a kid being born into a wealthy family. You can't do anything about that. It's not his fault, you know? And uh, you can't be mad at him because this other kid was born into a poor family, such as me. I can't be mad at the kid who was born into a rich family, but that rich asshole <laughs> better not be fucking walking around talking about how bad his life is, you know? <sighs> so... Um, you have these, these well, now four people, and it's still a wonder how they haven't asked Lawrence Krauss to come into their pretentious four horsemen group of douchebags. But, uh, so yeah, you have these guys that are all, all liberal and all Democrat. Um, in fact, Lawrence Krauss, that's probably the reason. Uh, Lawrence Krauss just got hit with the Me Too movement. Um, apparently, he thought it was okay for him to try to make a move on, on a... Uh, on a Russian girl. Um, ooh, I got a Koopa Troopa sitting here waiting to uh, hit somebody with a speedometer. Anywho, um, where was I going with that? Fuck. So, oh, that's the, that's the base of the Democrats, too, is they want to say that they have morality. You know, you'll, I've, I've seen numerous debates with Sam Harris, who's a joke now. People are fucking running from that guy. Um, they're wanting to say that, that they have morality even though they have no God. My argument is, unless you have something higher than you that gave you that morality, um, who is to say... It's, now morality is just subjective. And they're saying, no, morality is objective, but they really don't give any good reasons for it. They just say, well, the truth is what should dictate what morality is. And it doesn't. They're kind of, they're kind of stuck with nothing, nothing to work with. Oh shit, there's no parking space. Awesome. And so when you have that in the DNC, when you have no, no foundation for morality, essentially they stole it from Christians, from the Judeo-Christians, from the Western world. Judeo-Christianity started the Western world. Um, and it made it as, as badass as it is. If you don't believe it, well, I don't care. It's like, that's, that's just the fact of the matter. 
look it up all you want, that's what that's the, the result you're gonna get. Um, so just like they say that, well, Christians stole pagan rituals like the Christmas tree and all that other shit. Well, they stole our, our morality because they couldn't come up with it. The best that they have is one of two things. It's other men, which you're a man or a woman, a human being. Why does your word count more than mine? Why does your thought make more sense than mine? You know, about what is right and what is wrong. You know, so it doesn't because you're a human being. You need something higher than you to give you a better foundation. Um, so that they can't use that. The other thing that they can use is the pain scale. So, i.e., the more that something hurts, or if something hurts, it's bad. If something feels good, it's then it's good. Or if feels pleasurable, then it's good. Um, well, we know that to be not true because if you work out, you're going to be sore. And you need that to be sore in order to, that's just pulling your muscle fibers apart, right, when you work. That's why you're sore. And then they heal up bigger than they were before and so and stronger. So it's a good thing to actually be sore. So that kind of eradicates the, the pain scale theory of developing morality. Um, so they really don't have anything. They steal it from us. Even though, and, uh, uh, God, what is his name? Ben Shapiro uh, has said this numerous times to Sam Harris because he's buddy-buddy with him, and it, that's one of the things that bothers the shit out of me. It's not to say don't be friends with atheists. The vast majority of my friends are atheists. But I'll tell you right now, not a single one of them has ever said that all Christians are psychopaths and talked about Christians the way that Sam Harris has. All right, and I've given Sam Harris numerous times. I've listened to him numerous times, given him chance after chance. Not that he really gives a shit about what I think about him, but given him chance after chance to fucking redeem himself, to be cool, to to say, you know what? Okay, he's not that bad. And no, he still fucking talks this way. What do you What do you want to do with a psychopath? Somebody that you really know is a psychopath. What do you want to do with them? Lock them up, right? Because a psychopath is somebody who is going to do something bad based off of their thoughts. There's somebody that's probably going to hurt someone else. A real psychopath. That's somebody that is going to murder someone else. And in all the ways, all the descriptors that Sam Harris has of Christians, or really anybody religious, but he mostly attacks Christians. He's only just gotten shit because he, he also goes after Muslims too. But overwhelmingly, um, he has a problem with Christians. And it's, it's us who he, he's targeting when he calls us psychopaths. And he calls us, in his description, we're murderers. You know, we've, we've caused more wars and killing than anybody else. And we're all hypocrites. We're liars. You know, we're all just... And, and by the way, religion is what's caused everything evil in the world. It's the same thing that Christopher Hitchens has said. They're clever. That's, that's all that they are. They're clever. They come up with really clever, clever ways. And by and, and also, I mean, with the amount of professors that I've talked to in my in my field of work, uh, philosophy professors that I've come across, they all said that they'd fail, they'd fail uh, uh, Sam Harris. That his philosophy sucks. His 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 reasoning and rationale suck to the point where they would have to fail him because of how bad it is. Uh, and he's got a is it a minor in philosophy and a major in neuroscience. Which, I mean, I keep reading what neuroscience is over and over, and I'm like, 
is this a real, I don't, I don't feel like this is a real, <laughs> a real area of study. I mean, a real, maybe a real area of study, but it's not, I don't know, to get a master's in it, it's like, I don't know. <laughs> like, he talks, uh, by the way, he does something that, so Sam Harris does something that um, Peter Joseph does. And Peter Joseph is the one who created, uh, or made the, the movie, the Zeitgeist movie, and the, the three therefore, and, and he, they talk using big words. Now, when I say that, I've had people that I've, I've told this to that I was debating against, and they're like, oh, you don't know big words, you're stupid, you're not intelligent. It's like, no, I can follow along, but it's unnecessary. I don't see it necessary in my life to have to talk over people's heads, right? I don't see it necessary in life to become a bodybuilder. And this is what I, I relate them to. Um, people like Sam Harrison and uh, Peter Joseph use these massive words and these 10-minute explanations in order to explain something that doesn't take very long. Here's an example. Uh, Richard, I'm sorry, Sam Harris was debating uh, Dr. Uh, uh, William Craig. I think that's his name, Dr. William Lane. William Lane Craig. Yeah, Dr. William Lane Craig. He was debating him, and he fucked up the whole debate. Sam Harris did. He was just, he was not sticking to the point. He was not sticking to what they agreed upon. He's being called out constantly. He kept coming up with red herrings and uh, just using age old arguments against religion or of faith that atheists have been using for the longest time. And mind you, I don't mind atheists. An atheist to me is just somebody that says there isn't enough information to believe, where a theist is somebody who says there is enough information to believe. Okay, cool. Let's go get a beer. Fantastic. We're friends. Like I said, the vast majority of my friends are, are atheist or agnostic. And, and family, too. But Sam Harris uh, was essentially making the point, and I know I'm doing the same right now because I'm talking a lot, but he made the point of bad things happen to good people. God either has the power to stop it and doesn't, which would make him evil, or he doesn't have the power. And that was it. See, that took me, what, 40 seconds to say. It took him 10 minutes. He went into, oh, five, you know, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I think it was 8 million uh, children die a year at the ages of five and under through suffering and all of these other things. So what he was essentially doing is pulling up your heartstrings. Why did he only use up to the age of five? Because it's this, it's, I think it, it was a uh, an experiment done somewhere where, we feel the worst for kids that are under the age of five or at the age of five and under. We feel the most sympathy for them, that they're the most innocent. Um, and so he used that in his, in his debate. Uh, go check it out. It's the debate between Sam Harris and, and uh, Dr. William Lane Craig. And Dr. William Lane Craig wipes the fucking floor with him. He, that dude, Dr. William Lane Craig, Dr. Hovind, uh, Kent, is it Kent? I feel like it's Kent or Ken Hovind. Uh, and there's another guy. He, he runs a, uh, a YouTube channel called Cross Examined. These three guys are fucking phenomenal. There's another one, Robert, uh, Father Robert Barron. He's a really good priest. Um, he's on it. Father, Father uh, John Ricardo. Father, Father John Ricardo. These are five guys that you should look into. Really, really good on the, on the theist side. Uh... 
So anyway, it takes them 10 minutes to come out with this whole explanation. And it's like, you, that's what they do because what they need is jargon to get to, to make you feel intimidated. It's like somebody who works out all the time and, and tries to flex on other people. He's not working out because he wants to feel good. He's working out because he wants to look good and he wants to look intimidating so that people don't pick on him. Not all of them, but a vast majority of them. They're douchebags. And we've all ran into them. We all know what the fuck I'm talking about. And even the, the guys that work out all the time know what the fuck I'm talking about. It's these muscle-bound, steroided-out assholes. Again, hashtag not all, but a vast majority of them. And that's what Sam Harris and um, Peter Joseph do. Again, their main target is Christianity. How can you not read the Bible? For anybody that hasn't read the Bible, fucking do it. Read that motherfucker, specifically the four canonical books, which would be Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, as well as Revelation. Read those. Read those. And then, and also the prophet Isaiah from the Old Testament. Read those and tell me that the Bible was wrong when you see what's going on today. I just read 1984 by George Orwell. Uh, I think I finished it six months ago. And it blew my fucking mind. It was the first time I ever read the book. And it blew my fucking mind with what was going on today. It talks about, I mean, it, everything that it talks about in there was happening on the Democratic side. It was insane. In fucking insane. It's where you get the words big brother and, and uh, double speak and double think and things of that nature. So uh, read those things and see what's happening. Uh, the Bible uh, predicted there is no... No thing anywhere on, on earth, anywhere, no person throughout history has ever made as many predictions that came true as the Bible. Predictions like Israel will lose its statehood and then get it back. So it lost its statehood as many other states have done. But unlike many other states who never got their statehood back, speaking of Rome and Persia and things of that nature, the Celts, um, Israel got its statehood back in the 1960s. What? Holy shit. It also talks about the, uh, and I'm going to go into a little bit deeper into this shit later, um, cause I'm where I need to be and I need to get going. But, um, the mark of the beast, this is what it says about the mark of the beast. Now I do have my Bible with me, but I'm going to paraphrase because I don't feel like bringing it out and talking about it just yet. The mark of the beast talks about you having it on your right hand or on your forehead. And then, which is even crazier, you cannot buy, sell, or trade without it. And it'll be given to you by the beast. You will, In fact, we will want it. If you don't know what an RFID chip is, uh, look at your credit cards or your debit cards. The vast majority of us have a RFID chip in that. Okay, For the past two decades, they have been talking about uh, this is since the late 90s. They have been talking about putting in a chip, which they do in a lot of our animals now. They put in a chip in our right hand. It's an RFID chip. It's made, I want to say, by Lucis, Lucis, Luc, L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Trust, I think was the original company that started it. And they, and it, it, they want to go towards a cashless society. It's the same thing that the Roth, uh, I'm sorry, the, the, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, and George Soros 
have all been talking about for the longest time. George Soros is the king of fucking up countries' uh, uh, currencies. He is banned from numerous countries for doing shit like this. He would he would get involved in their economy. He would fuck it up real bad and fuck up their their currency, and um, and then benefit from it because he had already set out on the other side uh, uh, the the insurance aspects of it, and then he'd just reap all of this whirlwind from their central bank. <coughs> um, man, I'm giving you a lot of information. There's there's more to come, so. Uh, I guess I got I got a whole bunch of loose ends that I need to tie up at another time. Yeah, I got to go. But um, all food for thought. Hope you liked it. Catholic school is vicious as Roman rule. I got my knuckles bruised by a lady in black who told me, son, fear is the heart of love. Na 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 So I never went back If there's no one beside you When your soul embarks Then you're fucked, okay? You should have fucking paid attention You should have done something You should have been a better person <laughs> Cause your ass is walking into limbo And I'm not following you <laughs> Um... So we got some interesting things today. I, I did not outline uh, for now. And in fact, I'm, I'm heading right back to the same place that I went yesterday. So I got a nice little hour, hour and a half of driving. Um, Mark Dice has got a new book out today, which I would suggest you go and get and read, help him out. And I want to point out that when it comes to People that I support, people on, on, I guess, my side, which just isn't the, isn't the liberal leftist, progressive, democrat, socialist, communist, social justice warrior, as well as it's not the racist, neo-Nazi, KKK, whatever, blah, 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 you know, Richard Spencer, alt-right version of everything. Uh, and, and I would also argue, again, go watch Dinesh D'Souza's Death of a Nation. Or watch, well, certainly watch that one. Also watch uh, Hillary's America, Barack's America, uh, uh, Brock, I think it's Brock, Brock's America, mm, Brock's America, and, or is it Obama's America? It's one of those, I don't know. Watch, watch those. I want to point out that when you support people like Mark Dice, people like Dinesh D'Souza, uh, Gavin McGinnis, uh, Owen Benjamin, uh, Steven Crowder, people like that, Alex Jones, you're getting something in return. So you're playing into the free market or buying into the free market rather, and you're getting something back with... Steven Crowder, Gavin McGinnis, you're getting information back. You're getting entertainment back. Same with Owen Benjamin. You're getting comedy back. He provides videos free on YouTube. Uh, Steven Crowder, Gavin McGinnis both. Uh, well, Gavin McGinnis certainly provides a free podcast. Um, I think it's roughly around three a week usually, but he's, uh, like I, I talked about a couple podcasts ago, he is dealing with uh, New York Antifa and, and uh, the mayor, uh, Como, the mayor, mayor of New York and, and police trying to keep his guys out of, out of jail and prison. 
uh, for a fucking fist fight. When you d- support Dinesh D'Souza, he goes out and he makes documentaries, he makes movies so that, again, it's entertainment, but it's solid information. Same with all these guys. When it's Mark Dice, you get a book of solid information. Uh, go buy uh, uh, Behold a Pale Horse by Bill Cooper. I'm reading it right now. It's, I think I got it for 10 15 maybe, something like that, on uh, Amazon. Not that I want to support Amazon, but um, it is free market. Also, uh, what is it? We Are Change. Really good YouTube channel. Uh, the main guy, Ladowski, I think his name is, worked with Alex Jones back in the day on some stuff. They had a, they had a bit of a disagreement or a fight, whatever you want to call it. And uh, now he's doing his own thing, and he's Luke... Luke Rod- Luke Rodowski, I think is his name. His name is, and uh, that's a really good one. They were just he just had a, a video on uh, 5G that's coming out, and uh, stop getting Alexa and Google Home. Stop getting that shit. Why? Why would you? You know, I I, I don't get into it with my brother-in-law, but we we kind of you know uh, uh, riff a little bit back and forth about. He has Google Home, and I'm like, why would you? Why are you inviting the government into your home? And they know where I stand on stuff, and and uh, so I make it more of a joke. I'm like, oh, way to go! Now the government's listening to us. Awesome. And his argument, as is with most people who don't want to believe it, is why would the government care about me? I'm just a, you know, fill in the blank. I just do this work and and then I come home and I work on my home and I watch TV and that's it. You know, he's, he's into comics and things like that. So he thinks that the government doesn't care. No. Look at how much surveillance we have. We have a, a camera on every lane in an intersection and at, at almost every intersection in major cities. The lie, the facade that they will tell you that they will carry on with is that it's for your safety. It's always going to be safety. And then convenience to erode your freedoms and liberties. The RFID chip that they have been talking about for at least 15, 20 years, since, yeah, the late 90s, is, you know, get the RFID chip in your kids and get them in your dogs. Well, first it started with dogs and animals so that you could find out where your animal is. And then it's uh, for your kids so that nobody can take your kid. And 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 now it's it's eventually going to be, and, it, and they are kind of talking about it now, of a cashless society. Are you out of your fucking mind? What a, what a prophecy to come... I mean, there isn't a more on-point prophecy than in Revelation, I can't remember the chapter nor verse right now, but go ahead and read. I want to say it's 13, where they talk about getting the mark of the beast either on the forehead or on the right hand while they're wanting to put the chip in the right hand. And they talk specifically about you will not be able to buy or trade without the mark. Um... I believe the the chip is has been created and is being funded by uh, Lucius Trust. Lucius, 
Uh, it's another word for Lucifer. That's a conspiracy theory. Dude, what, open your fucking eyes. When are you going to realize? How many times are you going to have to hear people like me, who I obviously sound, sound sane, sound, 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 I obviously sound sane. I break down things uh, to a, maybe an unhealthy degree. <laughs> um, but it's because I want to figure it out. I don't mean any malice by it. I don't, I don't have uh, evil intentions behind it. I'm wanting to keep you free. Safety is something that you're going to have to do on your own. You're going to have to be brave. And I know all too well about overcoming fears. Uh, I practice bravery all the time. I'm nervous as shit. Every time, right before I click that, that red button to start a new, as I've said before on this, to start a new pod, uh, episode, I'm nervous. Guaranteed. When I have my buddy that's we're going to do the podcast together, uh, he's going to have a, he's going to be a little bit nervous right beforehand. It's just, it's a weird thing to know that somebody else is listening to you and where you stand and what you believe. I've, I mean, I've debated for 20 years on uh, sometimes things that I don't know about. And, uh, and then I've also put my ideas out there about, in, in my opinions on, on something that I, I know about. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little scary to do that. And, and being a guy growing up how I did and, and where I did and, and always being around, you know, other, I guess, quote unquote, alpha males and getting picked on going through high school and shit. Nobody teaching me how to fight. Nobody teaching me how to be brave. My, my foundation and my family broke apart at an early age at eight and, and not having somebody instill that type of shit in me, I was scared. I got, it's something called punked out. You don't really hear about it anymore because the pussies have garnered power and influence. And so now, oh, no bullying, no bullying. I'm not saying bullies are good, but what's better is somebody standing up to a bully. That is what's awesome. This constant you got to go tell the teacher and you got to tell the principal and you got to get the police involved in some cases that's pussy shit my uh my ex-wife and also i I listened to to one of the podcasts i wanted to make sure that everything kind of hooked up yesterday um i talked a little bit of shit about uh the guy from death cab for cutie who got a divorce and i was harping on that However, I've gotten a divorce, so it could be conceived or perceived as um, a contradiction. The difference is I tried everything I could to keep my family together for my son. Am I happier not being married? Absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt. I was miserable. I had uh, false, a false understanding of things going into it, and she didn't believe in marriage. She didn't want it. She didn't believe in or nor understand the structure of marriage or or how you're supposed to be one. And just like I pointed out with him yesterday, he, I, I said, assumingly, assumptively, that 
they probably thought, oh, my money's my money. And, you know, like that, not, not that we are one flesh, but that we're two different people. We're just married because they're atheists. When you get married, it's supposed to be, and this is why I would argue that people who are atheist and that aren't religious don't get married. Just as much as same-sex people don't get married. It's a promise that you're making to another person that naturally you fit together to make another however many people and have a family. You make a promise to one another and to God. That's what holds your marriage together. And it's that lack of understanding that's led to as many divorces as we've seen. Well, no, it's money and it's this and it's this. You can get through all that. You can get through hardships. And in fact, you're going to have a hardship. You're going to have quite a few, especially in the first couple of years. It's going to be difficult. You're not going to look at that person the same. And love comes back around. Love is a fleeting thing. It's like the wind. It's going to it's gonna be there for a minute and it's going to go. The love of like that feeling of love of like, oh, I'm so deeply in love with this person. You are going to annoy one another with whatever it may be hard and you better go into that marriage understanding that you will fight through everything on top of it you made a promise to God you know you need things to keep you together because if you're just counting on your two your two ideas of it it's probably going to fail you need other things to help keep you together. I've never understood this. I'm sorry to break off, but I've never understood a an 18-wheeler uh, having the back halfway opened. Oh, it's all the way open. Yeah, I'm getting out of this motherfucker. And I'm going to have to tell... Watch, you're going to listen to me tell this guy that his fucking back door is open. Oh, shit. Here... <laughs> There we go. I did it silently. I said, your back is open. Yeah. Is he? I think he's pulling over. Yeah, he must have known. There we go. See? You know, just doing stuff to help people out. That guy's probably like, God, he's just saved me a lot. He had a, um, he had a couple of, of uh, pallets with shit on them and a uh, pallet jack. And that pallet jack falls off doing 70, 75, uh, you think hitting a deer is bad. Motherfucker, that will, that could kill somebody. <clears throat> Those things are about, uh, I don't know, close to 200 pounds. Metal, strong, tough, durable metal. Man, my nose is running like a motherfucker. Um, so anyway, all the way back to it, let's see, what else? What else, what else, what else? On, on the twits, on the tweets, the twatter. So, New York Antifa are a bunch of fucking twats, as well as all of Antifa, and they uh, brought up my man Gavin McGinnis. This is why I know I'm a good friend. Not that I know Gavin, but I I know the difference between right and wrong. I know truth, and I constantly want it, and I let it guide me. Gavin, although I don't agree with everything, especially flip-flops and tacos. Mother... What? I love flip-flops. 
in the when it's when it's hot and you're going to the beach, what are you gonna do? Wear shoes and get sand everywhere? Fuck that! I'll wear flip flops. Um, and it's quick and easy. But also tacos are delicious. Uh, I don't like the hard shells, so maybe I'm in agreement with him on that. But the uh, soft shells are phenomenal. And it's uh, that dude that said the the best invention. He was uh, the Mexican president. The best invention of Mexicans was the taco. Uh, to an extent, I have to, I guess, agree. I mean, there's... Yeah, it's pretty good. But if all you're counting on is a food, <laughs> you might want to uh, reevaluate things. Especially being that your water is undrinkable and you have nothing but corruption, crime, and uh, drug cartels running your country. But you won't you won't see the liberals going down there and protesting any of that because they'll they'll probably get shot. So I, I guess I understand why they wouldn't go down there. So Antifa attacks Gavin McGinnis on Twitter, where he can't defend himself because the liberal left and is this Jack Dorsey. They uh, that doesn't sound right, but it kind of does. They. Uh, they they uh, kicked him off. So now he can't even get on to defend himself. So Antifa goes around <clears throat> talking shit about him or Milo or whoever and saying, oh, he's just this piece of shit. And now he can't defend himself on there. So I take it upon myself to say a couple choice words like, um, you're just mad because he's successful and you picked a fight with his guys and you got your asses kicked. And... Uh, they never reply because they can't. What are, they, what are you going to say? Oh, no, we didn't pick a fight. Yeah, you did. It's I see it. It's on video. You cut them off and you approached them and threw a fucking bottle at them. And then they whooped your ass. Again, it's the example of the pussification of our country. You've got retards that can't fight, that want to be tough. And they don't go about the right ways. I, I, I swear, these guys, I almost... No, no, no. I do say, I will claim that they can't do 20 push-ups without shaking. Probably can't even make it to 30. Dude, I could bust out 50 push-ups right now. Oh, there you're a real tough guy. I know. That's what I'm saying. I can do 50 push-ups. You know how hard 50 push-ups are? 100? I don't think I'd bank it to 100. I'd have to take a couple breaks and then uh, do them in, in, uh, after the 50 in, in groups of 20. Maybe the last couple are going to be like 10. <laughs> Scoozy. I'm still, I still got the cough. This fucking cough lasts forever. And it's a little bit in the chest too. Got the hell asleep last night. I must have slept about 10 hours. I, uh, and this is the wonderful thing about kids is that they tire you out. Me, oh, and me and the wife went to, uh, my aunt came over and watched my daughter. My son's with his mom. And uh, me and my wife went out to listen to our uh, the the local I guess local theologian. Um, he went to seminary. He's not a priest, probably because he went through the same thing that I did. I wanted to be a priest, and then I said, "Well, I want to be a father more. I think I have a calling to be a dad." And uh, I think he did the same. So he finished his studies and everything. He's got a master's in theology, I believe. And uh, we had a talk last night. He does them all the time. He's a really good guy. He actually he led the uh, uh, the catechism for my son. And uh, good dude. He uh, had a talk last night about angels and demons. And we got through the angels part. 
And here you go. I'm not going to try and say that I know everything about the Catholic Church or Catholicism or anything. I know a lot. I, I certainly know more than most. And uh, definitely, more, obviously, know more than the, uh, the liberal left and the pretentious four horsemen, Lawrence Krauss. There are seven types of angels. Or I'm sorry, seven archangels. I'm sorry, I fucked that up. And then there, yeah, there's seven types of angels. My wife took my pamphlet, so I don't have it with me to say what they are. Um, powers. Powers are one of them. Those are the, those are tough. Those are tough dudes. They fight. And uh, I did know this, is that for every person, there's a guardian angel. Just to give you a little understanding of how many angels there are and there's a reason a reasonability behind believing in angels and them and being in existence and, but uh, everybody has a guardian angel so for every human being there is an angel and on top of that you've got six or seven other types of angels you have seraphim cherub, cherubim the arcs uh, and there's seven arcs so you have Gabriel Raphael, Michael, Lucifer, well, no, actually, Lucifer was a seraphim. Lucifer was the most beautiful creation that God had made. Now, in saying that, and at one point he was good, but he wanted, he desired to be God. And uh, God said no, and Lucifer said yes, and so he kicked his ass out. Michael whooped that ass. Um, I can't remember the rest of the other ones. So, uh, and we had to leave early because my my aunt had to leave. So um, we weren't able to stay for the demons part. That was uh, oddly enough. That was what I wanted to hear more about because I, I knew this stuff about the angels. Obviously not everything, but en- enough to where I I, uh, I, I, th- I figured I knew enough and I wanted to know more about the demons. And uh, and then obviously I'm going to double check that shit. I'm not just going to take one source and go, oh, this is the end all be all. That's not how it works and that's not how it should work for you either. Whew, a little, a little toasty in here. I've got a, I've got a North Face uh, sweater. With a zipper, not that doesn't go all the way through like a jacket, but it, it only goes up like around the neck, and I have like a, the the collar popped up. Uh, I've also got boot, uh, boot, bootleg, no, boot, boot cut uh, jeans. My favorite kind to get. You got to get them; they're the best. They cover and get ones that fit. I've always wondered this. Uh, Conor McGregor. I've got my gripes with that guy. Here's one of them got all the money in the world and he can't buy pants that fit. Watch him. I know, I know this is how, this is a fad and this is, but dude, you're, that fad's going to go away and you're going to have pants that go above your ankles. They're, they're called high rises or, um, son of a bitch. They're for women. They're, they're called, uh, not cargoes. They start with a C. Car, Cardi's, Cotta, they're for cunts, essentially. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's like you got all that money in the world and you can't buy pants that fit. They're always too tight. They're super fucking tight. It's like I get wearing shit that's, you know, 
that's revealing for your muscles and shit, but that's it, you're borderline gay with it. So, you know, maybe you should buy some shit that fits. Anyway, just to point out, I don't come for money, and uh, I this North Face sweater is probably the the best I've ever had. Um, and that's not to say, like, that's a good thing. Oh, I, I'm going to virtue signal and all this shit. You know, back in the day, we used to be embarrassed. I was embarrassed of having a coat that I, I bought from Walmart in school because kids called it out and they were like, oh, it's Walmart. And I, I did whatever, I said whatever and denied it. Um, and you aspired to be wealthy. You know, not necessarily rich because... And there's a there's a a bad idea about rich people that all rich people are bad and, and, and mean and evil, which I disagree with. But there are a lot of rich people who are assholes. I will agree to that. There's they didn't get that way by being nice and overly generous and giving away their money. They got that way by being cutthroat and finding success, making it on their own. And uh, you, sometimes you got to be assholes. Also, to point this out, I know I'm just all over the place. Um, super poor people don't pay taxes. The people that pay the most amount of taxes are the richest 40%. They're the ones that take the brunt of taxes being paid. Okay, let that sink in. And that is the truth. Go look it up. When they talk about, oh, uh, the rich people are, are the ones that are getting the tax breaks and all this. Um, not necessarily. Uh, there's everybody that pays taxes gets a, a tax cut in this recent one. And they are shooting for a middle class ca uh, tax cut. I would argue get control of the government spending. Cut the funding for Planned Parenthood. Cut the, cut the funding for ridiculous research and grants being given to colleges and universities. And stop subsidizing colleges and universities. When I was talking to that professor the other day and he told me that uh, their community college was primarily financed by property taxes, it, it's, it hurt my gut because that's not how it should be. It, college should be 100% funded by people attending the college and people who donate. That's it. No government shit, no nothing. Fuck you. They charge so much money on top of getting, getting subsidized, government funding, grants, all this other shit. And then they charge the students, one single student, um... Now at, at that school, it's a two-year degree, two-year degree, at somewhere around three to six thousand a semester. That's a shit ton of money for one single person, and you can't, you still can't do it. You need the 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 subsidies from property taxes. Fuck you, man! You tell the colleges to lower the price. Tell them they don't have to make a new building. They don't have to revamp anything. You know, there's a college that just closed because even with all of that, it was uh, Mary Grove. They uh, they closed down all the undergraduate, which was the main source of their income, and now they're just dealing with graduate school. Or, uh, now they're a graduate school, and they're suffering. They lost a shit ton of professors. 
Um, they lost their entire uh, athletic department. Everything. They're 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 toast, man. And again, it's a Catholic school that doesn't act like a Catholic school. That's where I found that nur- that nun, that nurse, the nun who just became a nun and is against the Catholic Church, wants for a woman to be pope, uh, doesn't even believe in Catholicism, and I would argue doesn't really believe in God. You know, God is a woman type shit. My, my mom does that. She thinks that God's a woman. God's a, a, he's not either. There's no gender to God. However, he takes the form of father, i.e. man. Uh, Ariana Grande just came out with a, a song, God is a Woman. Uh, no, he's not. And you're a cunt. And here's the entertainment industrial complex. I said that like like uh, Donald Trump said it weird. Industry. The entertainment industrial complex. Uh, manufacturing bullshit in order to fill your ear- ears and make it sound good and put it behind a, a girl that looks like she's 12 years old. Ariana Grande is disgusting. She's fucking disgusting. She looks like a 12-year-old girl. She acts like a goddamn 12-year-old girl. And she brings on all the adulation from all these men who want to fuck her. And yeah, she is of age. I I think she's 20, 21, something like that. Uh, She just broke up with uh, the Pete... Don't ask me how I know this shit. Alright, I don't like it. I don't like that I know this. Um, she broke up with, uh, what's his name? Pete something from, uh, SNL who is, he's actually a pretty good stand-up comedian. He's got some good jokes, but then again, he, he's not that great. You know, he's, uh, he's certainly no Bill Burr or Owen Benjamin or, but, um, her, her ex-boyfriend, Mac Miller, again, don't tell me, don't, I, I, I don't know how I know this shit, but I do. Mac Miller uh, died because he took too many drugs. Uh, yeah, that's the way it goes. You guys are fucking retards. This is the shit that's going to happen. And what it, what what good shit came from these people? Nothing. There's nothing that good. Nothing good comes from them. All of them uh, give an X amount of money to charity, and it's not that much. The reason being is because their managers tell them to. They don't want to. They don't fucking give homes to. Uh, uh, the refugees, they don't offer up, I mean, fucking, what's his name, um, George Clooney, seven homes, a couple of them are out in Europe, and they're massive, they're mansions, when the, the immigrant caravan came too close to him, he started pitching a fit, and, uh, I believe had some, uh, some disagreements, and now he, he wants to sell one of the homes in Italy, I think it is. I don't know, obviously, too much about that, so you'd have to look it up. But uh, I do know that. That uh, he's got a problem with the, the immigrants getting too close to his house. But he wants everybody else to have to chip in and do the shit that he doesn't want to. He just wants to be the mouthpiece of uh, the the liberal, freeing, loving side. So fuck him. Same with Leonardo, blah, Leonardo DiCaprio, who flies over to Europe to receive his award for climate change and he dumps out from what I understand two tons of CO2 to do so awesome 
Way to go. Way to go. Way to fucking do the... And that's what they do, by the way. So it's not. It's no real surprise. But, uh, yeah, he dumps out two tons of CO2 in order to go get an award for talking about how bad CO2 is. Good job, jackass. And then what else do we have? Uh, I saw a couple of different things. So Mark Dice selling his book. Definitely buy that. Uh, Owen Benjamin getting involved with Q. Uh, I like it. He just watched a video about Q. I would suggest watching a lot more. Do I believe in Q? Yeah, I'll go ahead and do that. I'm fine with that. How are Jack Posobiec? 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 He's been on uh, Alex Jones a couple times. I don't know where I stand with that guy. I've seen some of his texts. And uh, he also, this is a big part, he just came out and said that he was involved with creating Q. And that Q is a farce and it's it's uh, LARPing and all this stuff. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I think uh, he's, I guess I think he's lying. And uh, I do think that Q's still good. Just from the shit that I've seen, it's a lot of the stuff that I point out on this. Uh, certainly in the book, it's it's uh, a lot of uh, ideas and information that I've come across, and uh, and kind of all rolled up into what we know of as Q. There's also something called R. Check that out. That'll blow your fucking mind. I'll talk with. Um, I'll try to remember to talk with my buddy about that. He might know a little more than I. But then there's also Cernovich, Mike Cernovich. Uh, in one degree, I kind of like him. In another, he he almost virtue signals. And he did it with Khabib Namurgamagamov, whatever his name is, when he fought uh, Conor McGregor. And he went off and, and uh, fought people in the crowd and shit. And Mike Cernovich came to his defense. And he comes to a lot of uh, Muslims' defenses. Why? They don't need it. They don't. They don't need somebody defending them. They do not. Uh, they do not apologize for shit. And anybody that's lived close to Dearborn understands, like the, the uh, or London, I guess, understand that they don't need somebody defending them. They're very good at doing it themselves. They never apologize for anything. Uh, they don't think that they're wrong in any way, shape, or form. And it's a constant onward and upward towards global control. If you think that Islam ever stopped with the desire to control the world, uh, think again. Go back and and, uh, read about that shit. I've got two Qurans at my house that uh, I'm going to read through again. uh, Just to double up on on knowing thy enemy. Oh, you're saying they're your enemy. Yeah, they say they're my enemy. Uh, so yeah, I, I think I'm going to listen to somebody who's telling me that they're my enemy and go, all right, well then it looks like you're my enemy. There's no, there's no peaceful place over in the Middle East and in, in Muslim controlled countries, which is all of them except for Israel. If you are Jewish or Christian, you cannot speak publicly about it. Will they have churches? Yes, they do. Absolutely. However, that is the only place that you are allowed to pray that in your home. Nowhere else. You can't publicly pray. And 
God have mercy on the on the Jew that walks about freely with uh, his his yarmulke on. Is it yarmulke? Yeah, yarmulke on. Because they will attack that guy instantly. I don't know if this sounds like I'm attacking Muslims. I'm pointing out like these guys they don't they don't apologize for this shit. They're all on board now. Yes, are they fighting one another? Sure, but and that tends to happen. There's there's atheists that go after one another. You know that there's an atheist. There's a couple of atheist communities that are anti-abortion. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's when I say that if I was atheist, I would still be against abortion. That's proof of it. Like there are atheists that are against abortion. It would only make sense. Stefano is actually somebody who's like that. So yeah, you're always going to have people that disagree, and uh, and sometimes that can evolve into, uh, you know, the the Shia, well, Shia, the Shia fight one another, and the uh, the Sunnis fight one another, and they certainly fight each other. But uh, yeah, you're gonna you're always going to have groups that are going to want to attain power over one another, and people that are going to want to do that, and that's where you're going to have division. But, um, yeah, Mike Cernovich doing that, it just seems like virtue signaling. And I've had a couple of times that I've been in disagreement with him. And uh, I think it's also been with Ben Shapiro, where, like, he, he shits on Ben Shapiro, and I, I come and defend Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro, I have I've disagreed with. I don't like where he stands when it comes to conspiracy research and uh, obvious conspiracies that have happened. And he doesn't, even, he doesn't want to touch it with a 100,000-foot... Uh, poll. So, so uh, let's see what else. That's that's happening. I watched a couple of videos. Cowboy Cerrone won his fight. Uh, way to go! I mean, I I, I kind of like Mike Perry. However, I, uh, from the story that uh, Donald Cerrone was talking about with his gym and everything and shit going sideways for him, I uh, I think it was a really good win for him. Plus, he's a tough guy. You know he's a he's a great fighter and a, and a tough dude and uh, I'd like to see him. I, I don't know. I'd like to see somebody beat the shit out of Khabib. I'm not a fan of Khabib whatsoever and uh, I'd I'd like to see either Nate Diaz. I'd be okay with Donald doing it. Nate Diaz, him, or Conor McGregor getting that win back. But it doesn't seem like that's ever gonna work. And uh, funny enough, you got two people who are looking to to uh, retire. You've got uh, Khabib who said that he would retire soon after the McGregor fight. So he's got one or two fights left and then he's going to retire. He seems, uh, he's got a, he's, he's a hero in his country. Um, Dagestan. And uh, he, uh, he just got offered a position with the uh, Dagestani government as some kind of representative or something. So he might even just retire now, and then you'll never see a fight between Conor McGregor and him. But uh, and I think uh, what's his name? That just Ben Askren. He just he just came into the UFC. He's undefeated. He's a he's a world class grappler, and uh, he's calling out everybody. I guess I'd be okay with him beating Khabib. Um, but also out of the same group is Donald. No, not Donald. Um, Fuck, what's his name? Daniel Cromier. Crom, Crom, I can't say his name ever. Not ever. Cormier? Cormier, that's it. Um, 
they he trains with Khabib, and now he's got one more fight. He doesn't want to fight. He should be fighting Stipe out of everybody, even John Jones. He should be fighting Stipe because he knocked out Stipe, and uh, Stipe was winning the fight until then. And Stipe wants a rematch. I mean, Daniel got two rematches, or got a rematch against John Jones. And and then it was found out that John Jones had steroids in his system. Uh, the athletic commission said that it wasn't his fault, whatever. And Daniel wanted the fight, and now he acts like he doesn't want it. And now he's going to take one more fight before he retires. He just and, he, and it looks like it's going to be Brock Lesnar. That's what he wants. So he just fought Derek. Is it not Br- Brunson? It's Derek something. Maybe it is Brunson. He just fought that guy. It was considered an easy fight for him. He he beat him in the he rear naked choked him in the in the uh, first round. So and everybody knew that was an easy fight. And now he's wanting to fight Brock Lesnar, who's considered an easy fight. And in my opinion, I think he's ducking John Jones and he's ducking uh, Stipe uh, Miocic because I think Stipe would knock him out. I think Stipe would would definitely win this next one. He's the most successful heavyweight ever. And uh, and now Daniel's wanting to get out of it, which I understand. I mean, he's old, but or he's older. But uh, to you, you came in. You, I certainly didn't think that he deserved a fight at championship level, but he got it, and uh, and then he won. Okay, so I guess he did deserve it. But now you're not going to give the respect back to the guy you just beat. You're going to go fight another dude who has no business fighting for a championship that's it's bullshit and uh it's it's dana white and the ufc are allowing this shit to happen which is only hurting the sport and i don't even like that it's a sport i wish they take off the gloves uh get rid of the judges you got to finish a fight there's no rounds there's no time limit and uh if you don't finish you don't get paid you will see people finishing motherfuckers in 10 minutes on average there might be a couple fights that go 20 but Son, I'm telling you, when you when you put it on the line, when you incentivize there being a finish, there will be no more decisions. And I don't want to see a decision. Decisions are stupid and gay. When you got two guys that still want to keep fighting, and you got and you end it because of I, I don't know whatever. Uh, nobody really wins that. That is that's coming from a dude that has fought in the streets, and you have a common understanding of pride and dignity when you fight in the street you fight to finish you fight until the other guy either is knocked out taps out or or gives up altogether choked out that's what it is choked out knocked out pass out one of those three you know but in the UFC you have you have rounds and time and they, they are making it a sport and I think it's stupid I really wish that there was more guys in there like uh, the Diaz brothers, you know, that would fight until the other guy gave up. And you guys got, you got guys in there that are that durable all day long. As much as I hate, oh, here we go. Mike Bisbing, I can't stand that fucking cross-eyed piece of shit, limey motherfucker. Here's another reason. The the thing is, I liked him back in the day. When he first came out on Tough, on uh, The Ultimate Fighter, he was, I thought he was cool. I liked him. Which is a lot coming from a Scotch-Irish-American to like a limey. Uh, I like uh, Tommy Robinson and Nigel Farage. I think those guys are, are good men, real men. 
who are doing something good. But you have Mike Bisbing, that fucking piece of shit faggot, comes over from England and like people who like Jim Carrey that comes down from Canada could never make the money that he makes here in Canada starts making 20 mil a movie down here in the United States and then all of a sudden starts trying to tell us how to live and change us to Canada wants universal health care wants uh, to ban guns fuck that piece of shit well here comes Mike Bisping after the uh, California shooting let me point two things out with the California shooting it is the second shooting at a country music event country mu- country music fans tend to be overwhelmingly Republican and you have two events the one in Vegas where they killed 60 or the guys killed well they, it might be they killed 60 and now you have this one with a, an ex-marine guy who look into this I hate to keep sounding like Eddie Bravo but you know what I respect every Eddie Bravo so I'm all, I'm all right with it but uh Ah, motherfucker, I forgot to stop at the bank. Fuck me. Now I gotta fucking pay $5 and... Oh, it's charges. Anywho. Where was I going with that? Uh, Yeah, then you got the guy in Vegas. Shot up, killed 60 people. You got the guy in California. Killed 13, I think it was. Oh, that's what it was. He's an ex-Marine. Look into this. He... He, uh was what do they call that making somebody extreme he was extreme and he was extreminated he was extremified I can't think of the word obviously but you know where you know where I'm getting to uh, Islam through Islam and Muslim there is a picture of the dude when he first gets out and then the, there's a side picture of him with the no mustache with the beard with no mustache which is uh, Muslim wearing uh, Muslim gear, Muslim garb, and uh, right before he shot up that place. A country music event. Uh, and, And nobody says anything to it. But when it comes to, I don't know, anybody on our side, the slightest, smallest little thing, and you're racist. Oh, well, you, you met a guy that knows some people that are in the KKK, therefore you're KKK. So it's McCarthyism at its best. However, it doesn't go the same on the other side. Again, you have the entertainment industry, MSN, or I'm sorry, mainstream media, and academia. All three of these industrial complexes who are meshed in together, work together, and they are on the side of the Democrats, the liberal left. How do they not win every election? But they're covering for this guy who shot up 12 to 13 people. They're saying it's guns and the guns are the problem. And here comes Mike Bisping. That motherfucker on Twitter said no more guns. Get rid of guns. You fucking piece of shit. And he just got, uh, he got knocked out by a Canadian. So I guess, and I like George's St. Pierre. I like him. I think he's all right. So I was happy to see that happen. I can't stand Mike Bisbing. He uh, he should have never been he should have never been champ. 
and uh, he knocked out Luke Rockle. I don't know how that happened. Maybe it's because Luke, Luke Rockle's a fucking model, and that's where he should stay. Uh, but uh, Mike Bissing knocked him out in the first round. They're both a couple of fucking douches. Straight up cunts, dude. I can't stand either one of those two fuckers. Uh, but for Mike Bisbing to come out and and coming from England, he's also an atheist. He shits all over anybody that has a faith whatsoever, except for Muslims. And uh, he uh, now he thinks he gets to tell us how to live. You got fucking. I don't. I don't know if he's an American citizen, but he's worked over here. And they go, oh, he's worked over here and paid taxes. I don't care. That doesn't tell. That doesn't say you get to fucking tell me how to live. You get to fucking wipe wipe away my rights because you paid taxes. Suck a dick, Mike Bisbing. You fucking cunt. Oh, you're saying a big word behind a microphone. All right, I'll fight him. What, dude? I fought four guys at once. I know how good of a fighter he is. He's more he's more durable than anything. Uh, even though he's he's got some knockouts, he knocked out a fucking model. Way to go, dude. But uh, you'd have to you'd have to know me to understand. Okay, yeah, he he he'd fight him. I'm not saying I'd fucking win in some kind of UFC fashion. That I'd be the fucking George's Saint Pierre of that shit. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I'd fucking say this right to his goddamn face. Fuck him coming to the United States and telling us how to live. I'm not going to bow down like some liberal lefty. Fuck that, dude. How dare you? I, that, I mean, and I made the point, like, how? that's like me going to England or Japan or Nigeria and telling them how to live. Telling them they need to get rid of their rights or change their whatever. You know? That's like going to England and telling them, stop stop uh, following the queen. We need to depose the queen. And by the way, how do you think Mike Bisbing would react if you were to go up to him and say, fuck the queen? Uh, it, that, that'll probably get you into a fist fight. And that's actually a pretty good analogy because uh, England um, has been involved in a whole lot of shit that they, sh- they never should have been involved in. And they're kept in the, in the EU <coughs> and brought in and made London unlivable for anybody who isn't Muslim. Rape gangs, again, why I bring up Tommy Robinson. Tommy Robinson is a better dude than Mike Bisbing. By far. Mike Bisbing would never fucking do what what Tommy Robinson's doing. And you never hear him fucking standing up for for, uh, Tommy Robinson. Now, I say that not knowing all of his tweets, so uh, maybe he does. If he does, that might change my opinion a little bit on him. But uh, as of right now, no, dude, fucking coming here and telling us how to live, I'm I'm not a fan. You're a fan of Milo. I know, I know. There's, I'm okay with that contradiction. To come over here and tell us to keep our rights? Yeah, I'm okay with that. But to fucking come over here and tell us that we need to get rid of them? Yeah, that's... Especially an Englishman? You get fucked. You... We kicked your asses. I don't know if you're still salty about it. And by the way, all three of my... Uh, my or all four of my backgrounds... Or, no, all three of my backgrounds kicked their asses. So you have uh, the Irish, the Scottish, uh, the Native Americans, i.e. 
uh, United States whoop their asses when France couldn't <laughs> fucking french fries so you know <sighs> wow I touched I, I touched on a lot of shit I know I keep titling these like medleys of thoughts or whatever I'm gonna have to come up with something like that for this one too as I'm on my way I gotta find an ATM oh, I hate paying a fee what a what a what a loser thing you gotta pay a three dollar fee and then I ch- get charged by my bank another two two to two fifty so there's uh, five dollars and fifty cents for nothing other than let me have your money let me have my money what a load of shit we, and, and that's also up to us. And what I would make the argument, and I have before, why the liberal left has gotten as far as they've gotten, it's our fault. Because we don't stand up to them tell them no. And I get it. it they're a family and friends. My mom, I have a hard time sitting there and debating with her. She'll do it all day. And then she'll turn around and blame me for bringing up politics. Of which I don't. She does. She can't help herself. She got into a fight with my wife last time they were here oh god that was and my wife was right i can't i my my wife was absolutely right my my mom was teaching my son that donald trump was bad and my wife lost her fucking mind how dare you don't you ever that is not your position then my mom was oh no that's my grandson and then they just they went at it and i let them fucking all right you guys going to fucking feel like you need to go at it? Why Why would I get in the middle of this? Go ahead. And uh, I picked up my daughter as they were, the, the voices were raising and cuss words were coming out. Picked up my daughter, went and put her to bed and uh, just laid down with her until she fell asleep. And then I came out and uh, the dust had settled after about an hour or two. And they apologized and they're actually still friends. So you know, in, in some ways, I wish that that could still happen with everybody, but that doesn't always end that that nicely. It was vicious. It was a vicious fight. They were calling each other evil and, uh, you know, just a, this the age-old fight between two opposing entities. Um, but my wife was right. My mom should have never done that. To, to an extent, I do understand that she would want to uh, get my, get her family members to believe like her. But you know what? You never did that with me. You gotta, there's a process. You can't be doing that shit with my son if you're not going to do it with me first. Same with my dad. He kind of does, he did that kind of shit where he, uh, he wouldn't tell me who he voted for, never talk politics. It's because he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. That's why. You should be teaching your kids how to make life better. And, uh, politics is that. Religion is that. Don't be fucking sitting around teaching them how to drink beer. That ain't going to do shit for them except for destroy their liver. You know? I'm not saying don't ever, like, don't have fun with them and shit. Teach them how to party, have a great time. But prioritize shit. You know? Teach them about politics. If you don't know about politics, learn. Listen to people like me and then whoever's on the opposite side. You know? Fucking take it all in. Learn and then teach your kids what you think is best. Make their lives better. Make them, and the whole idea of being a parent is to make your kids better than you. 
You know, if you're jealous of your kid, fucking reevaluate yourself. You know, I think my dad, my that's at least my mom's theory was that my dad was jealous of me a lot, and I'm like, I don't, I don't get that. But as looking through history, it's like, oh, I guess, I guess I kind of do see that. Because when I was with my mom, I had it better than when I was with my dad. Even though it wasn't by much. You know, my mom made, uh, I don't know, 50, 60 grand a year. My dad was at about 30, you know. So he was having it. and But it was his choices. He was out playing fucking drums at a country music bar every, every weekend. I've, I can tell you five times, <clears throat> and I think it's really three, but five times on, on one hand is what I'm getting at, of me and my dad playing ball, you know, throwing the ball back and forth, and him teaching me shit. I'm a drummer, and uh, I got the spark from my dad, but my dad didn't teach me shit other than a uh, one or two paradiddles, you know? I had to learn the rest on my own. I had to watch and then play it over my head, go months without playing on a set, and then get on a set sound like garbage and finally get through and shit makes sense uh he took me hunting three four times maybe you know i mean this is i lived with him just me and him how i how he didn't the first however many years and by the way i got taken away from him because he was out snorting coke and partying i uh yeah i know i'm going into a tangent on my father and yeah, I've got daddy issues. I'm not fucking afraid to admit it. Watch Antifa come around. Oh, he said he's got daddy. He's whining. Um, yeah, I, I guarantee you I'm fucking tougher than you, you cunts. Anywho. Where was I going with that? Oh, uh, I was trying to learn. I was trying to teach myself how to hockey stop on ice skates up here in Michigan. Because I didn't know how because uh, nobody taught me. I had no guidance. 